Lee had a saying which has been our touchstone right through the whole formation of the archive and for the making of this film. And she used to say, you can say anything you like as long as it's the truth. Hello, and welcome back. And actually, welcome to season two of What Would Kate Do? That beginning was actually a response to one of my questions at the Toronto International Film Festival, where Lee Miller's son, Anthony Penrose, answered my question about truth. So I was incredibly lucky to be able to view the movie at TIFF and also be able to ask a question in the question and answer afterwards. So yes, welcome to season two. And yes, why can we do season two now? It's because, thank goodness, and definitely kudos to everyone who was involved in the work, that the SAG strike has now been resolved and that contracts are again being signed and that the SAG strike is over. I should also mention that at the Toronto International Film Festival, I was able to ask in person the SAG to the SAG chief negotiator, Duncan Crabtree Ireland, about what I could and couldn't say as a movie lover, but also as an actress. And he was very clear that as long as I framed anything more as a movie review, as opposed to promoting anything in, in general, that I was able to talk about my love for film and obviously my love for the movie Lee. So yes, this is season two, episode one, and it is about what would Kate do specifically from an actor's perspective and then also from a female empowerment perspective. And it, it is about her new movie, Lee, which is not out for wide distribution just yet, but hopefully it'll get a distributor soon. So yes, I was able to see Lee four times at the Toronto International Film Festival, aka TIFF. Four times was a maximum that I could see it. So I saw it two times at the public viewing and also two times as at the private industry screenings. And I should also mention, thank you to this podcast that helped me get in as an industry person at TIFF. I should also say that there will be no spoilers in this podcast about what would Kate do as Lee Miller in Lee, and neither is it a movie review, but you can head over to my Twitter at ahung, A-H-U-N-G, to read my full movie review. So let's get right into it. I did see Lee four times, which definitely helped me in adding to the content for this podcast as in what decisions and choices Kate would do in this role and in her roles. First, I really have to thank a few people that helped me get a ticket. So when the tickets went on sale for TIFF, the I didn't I wasn't guaranteed an industry ticket because those are first come first serve for my level, my industry level. And at first I couldn't get tickets and they were actually on resale for way more than the face value. But thanks to some genuine movie lover fans, including Michelle Hughes on Facebook, and also just the moral support of some fellow Kate Winslet fans, I was able to thankfully get the two tickets to the public screenings of Lee, including the actual premiere premiere at the Roy Thompson Hall. So thank you so much, everyone who helped me get a ticket. I love genuine movie lovers, and I especially love genuine Kate Winslet fans who really just support her as an actress like I do. And I should say 
that myself and a, a wonderful lady named Brenda, she is Cleo of Dreams on Twitter, we were able to enjoy seeing Lee for the very first time in the world in Toronto at the Roy Thompson Hall. So let's start with why did Kate choose this role? I think for many reasons, but I think she came across a book, including it could have been also a photo book that was published about Lee Miller or by Lee Miller. And she saw a lot of similarities between herself and Lee Miller, which we'll get a little bit more into. And she wanted to, I think, show the struggles and the ultimate overcoming of these struggles and challenges as a woman that Lee Miller had to face. So Lee Miller started off as a model before World War II began. But when World War II began, she diverged into becoming a photojournalist and using all the skills that she gained from her, even from her modeling career and her contacts before. So obviously at that time, before the beginning of World War II, women were seen in a certain type of way and definitely were not ones that were even allowed onto the battlefield. So anyhow, Lee Miller faced huge, humongous struggles in being able to do things that men were able to do at any time, and yet women were not allowed to do. And that includes being able to document through the use of photography, the realities and atrocities of World War II. Now, in terms of what would Kate do, and I think by now we all know that she, that Kate Winslet does amazing preparation for this role. So I heard first person from Anthony Penrose, about Kate Winslet's preparation. And quote, this is Anthony Penrose's quote, Kate did an immersive quality of research and he described how Kate would spend hours at a time in silence at Farley's house reviewing Lee's work and obviously looking at the photographs as well in absolute silence before suddenly Kate Winslet would ask Antony a question and that one question would show how much respect and knowledge and thought that Kate had for the subject matter, in this case, the subject matter being Lee Miller. And as much as I've heard already about how much work and preparation Kate puts into her roles, I'm still in awe at just how much work she puts into researching her characters, trying to understand them, trying to get into their mindset, trying to completely understand the challenges that Lee Miller had to face in this case. So as much as, even as an actress myself, as much as I'd love to say, oh, acting is so hard, so much hard work and there's so much preparation involved, Kate actually demonstrates this preparation by often doing months months of research and individual preparation physically and mentally in order to get herself fully educated and in the most correct mindset for the character. So yes, after seeing Lee four times, I was able to come away with many acting revelations about what Kate does. And because this is already actually our eighth episode, there are similarities between 
each movie, each of the movies that I've been able to review um, as to what would Kate do. So I will, some of these won't be new to any regular listeners to this podcast, but definitely some major things I noticed from an acting point of view, as in what would Kate do to maximize her time spent on screen and being the character of, in this case, Lee Miller. The first thing I'd like to point out is Kate Winslet uses her eyes incredibly strongly and so powerfully. So as I said in my Twitter review, the movie doesn't have to show the atrocities of World War II necessarily. Plus, there's already many great movies about World War II and documentaries about World War II that already show these. But we are able to, just by looking at Kate Winslet's eyes as Lee, see these atrocities again. So nothing is sensationalized in the movie. And because that's not the purpose of the movie, the purpose is really to showcase what Lee Miller went through during World War II. And even as there are flash forwards, I guess, to uh, old Lee Miller, even in how Kate Winslet uses her eyes as she has the makeup of an old, much older Lee Miller, I think in the 80s, you can still see almost every thought, every recollection, every feeling that Lee Miller had just by looking at how Kate Winslet uses and moves her eyes. We actually gain empathy just by looking at Kate's eyes. And obviously when I say Kate's eyes, in this episode's case, I'm talking about Lee Miller's eyes. And another thing that I noticed just because I was able to see the movie quite a few times is when Kate's on screen and a character or another character in the scene is talking to her or even if a certain situation is happening to that character, I really noticed in in the movie Lee's case is how she, how Kate takes in the information with her eyes and with her face. And you can actually see in her eyes how she processes the information, whether that information is being told to her by another character or whether it's information that she's seeing. And heck, I even was able to, in one particular scene, smell what Kate Winslet was smelling as Lee Miller, again, just by looking at her eyes and how they move and how every movement, every glance, every pause of her eyes actually says something. So it's like every movement of Kate's eyes in her characters actually means something and says something in the scene. And we also see her with her eyes and including, yes, her facial gestures and body gestures, etc., but especially in her eyes, exactly what she's processing. And in a lot of the times in this movie, what she's processing and what she's seeing are very, very horrific atrocities that are obviously based on the things that happened in World War II. Now, I am a Canadian, and being a Canadian who grew up in the Canadian school system, we, as all Canadians do, have to learn French. And Kate also speaks French in Lee as part of her character, and I must say that she sounds exactly like how a French person 
would actually say those character say those lines. So I am I was so impressed by Lee uh, by Kate Winslet's French, like the actual use of the French language, because it doesn't sound like she's imitating French. It doesn't sound like you know she just learned French just for the movie. It actually sounds like she is French and can completely fluently speak the French language. And and really, that's that's what I can say without giving away any information about the movie. And also without giving any information, there is a more, I'd say, funny, drunk scene where Kate is drunk as Lee Miller. And I do believe that they put the scene in because there has to be some kind of brevity, I think. Is it brevity or levity? Anyways, some type of relief from all the incredibly serious obstacles and and very tragic and very evil undertakings that we know that Lee Miller is witnessing. Anyhow, it did make me think that, oh, maybe she thought, well, since Evan Peters can play such an amazing drunk in Mare of Easttown, you know, now I was thinking, yeah, maybe Kate's now showing exactly what she can do as a drunk person or in a drunk scene. I was very, very impressed. And I should also mention that especially in the public viewings, the audience did laugh and love the drunk scenes because, again, it was also quite needed in a movie such as this. Now, in terms of other things that what would Kate do, Kate's involvement in this movie, not just, she was also a producer in this movie, and she contributed so much to the movie being made and that are have nothing to do with the acting. So some examples, she made sure that she supported Andy Samberg, who is also a Jewish man, and Andy Samberg plays Kate's, I guess, closest photographer friend in Lee Miller, photographer friend and partner. And an example of the support is apparently she helped him book flights so that he could get to set the acting sets, but still have time for his family. And now before I, I, what I, what I just forgot that I should have mentioned is in terms of what would Kate do now in order to fully embody Lee Miller, Kate does take some risks with how she presents herself and her body so that the audience gets a complete understanding of what it was like, especially before the war began, so in the late 30s, how open and free Lee Miller was with her friends, both male and female. There are some, I guess, I um, I wouldn't call them nude scenes, but they're topless scenes. And really the purpose of those scenes was to showcase what a completely different time and uh, a completely different time Lee Miller was in before World War II began. And then obviously when World War II began, it became almost the opposite of that freedom and that openness that Lee Miller was able to show. So I really want to to say that in terms of what would Kate do, Kate always owns her, I guess, owns her owns her choices and owns her body, in, including what she wants to do with it in order in order to accurately portray a character. So I will say that, and Kate even has mentioned, I think, in the Vogue interview, Vogue magazine interview, how she even got comments from people who were supposed to be on her side on set, where she was maybe suggested to sit up a little bit straighter, but really to maybe it was those comments that might have been a slight dig saying, hey, we can see a little bit of fat on your body. But also, if people aren't aware, Kate suffered an injury on set, which prevented her from 
completely exercising the way she wanted. So she has said that she had to be incredibly brave to show a, quote, softer side of her body. And I really respect that. And I also really respect the fact that she's beyond trying to look, quote, perfect. And when I say, quote, perfect, I mean from very, very judgmental, shallow points of view from society and how she's just willing to be completely herself, even physically, and be much more concerned and only concerned with making sure the portrayal is correct, as opposed to, for example, looking her absolute best, quote, end quote. So I just wanted to say that the risks that Kate Winslet makes are so incredibly admirable. And it's kind of sad that we even call them risks because it really shouldn't be a risk to show our true selves. And also to be able to play a character by showing our true physical self in order to help us be fully into the character. Because honestly, as an actress or even as a person, if you're so worried about how you look and whether or not a little bit of fat is showing, you're not going to be real with your character. So really, in this case, what would Kate do is be so real with her physical character so that she'd be be completely real in her character portrayal, which, you know, definitely as someone who is aware of, you know, my bad parts of my body that I would love to be able to have that courageousness. But again, it just kind of sucks that we have to even call real women who are being real with their bodies courageous when really it's just being real. And then, yeah, so in terms of female empowerment, there is so much that the movie Lee talks about in terms of, you know, everything about Lee Miller herself, obviously, and all the struggles and challenges that Lee Miller had to even get her work done as a photojournalist and not even get it done. You even have, quote, permission to be able to do the work in the first place as a woman, because again, women should not be on the battlefield. They should be, you know, at home supporting their men. Anyways, um, so again, you look at that, uh, not a contrast, but similarities, complete similarities between what Lee Miller had to go through versus what Kate Winslet and other female, including the director, female director Ellen Caress and female producers, what they had to go through, you know, and just to even make this film, let alone even have, you know, have all the other things that I'm sure uh, are dealing with releasing a movie, including getting it out into film festivals and also getting distribution. So I think the film about Lee Miller, as well as the making of the film by Kate Winslet and Kate Solomon and Ellen Curis, et cetera, et cetera, it really speaks and aligns they are related to each other in terms of female empowerment. And now when I say female empowerment, I mean the female, the struggles that basically only women have to go through in order to get certain things done in this whole world. So definitely the parallels, that's it. The, that's the word I was looking I should have been said earlier, the parallels between what Lee Miller had to go through and what the filmmakers had to go through. And yes, there is a lot of patronization from men towards Lee Miller and the same kind of patronization by men towards Kate Winslet. So Kate Winslet has mentioned publicly that she's received or she received very disrespectful, dismissive comments from some male filmmakers who had indicated that, oh, you're little, oh, Kate Winslet, if you do my movie, then then we will help fund your little Lee film. So anyways, very dismissive very condescending comments from men. So again, you get that parallel between everything that Lee Miller had to go through and everything that Kate Winslet had to go through in order to get this movie made and funded. So uh, before I go into the funding, there's a line in the movie 
which again, I'm not giving away the plot, where the line in, in the movie goes, only a woman could have taken these photos. And I felt I felt that that line in the movie was also incredibly relevant to the making of the film, because only a woman could have made, led, directed, and written this film. And in this case, yes, it was a team of women that came together and did all these things. So again, the parallels between how only a woman can take such photos that Lee Miller took with the eyes and compassion and respect and truthness from a woman and how it parallels again what the women filmmakers had to go through in order to get the movie done. So yes, just a quick note about the financing. Kate has said that she, because they didn't necessarily have all the funding for the movie at all times, she actually financed two weeks of wages herself. So Kate Winslet used her own money to pay for the movie for at least two weeks in order to continue having the movie being made and financed. And now, right now, I don't think, I think the movie is being released on December 8th, 2023 in Spain, but I don't know it, if it has any type of broader distribution. But I have been aware that the movie does still need to acquire a U.S. distributor. So again, hopefully, if maybe this won't come until next year, 2024, that this movie will have a much more broader release. And I really can't wait for definitely a lot of the people that I know and some of them I more personally know are literally dying to see this movie, but they can't because it is not available in their geographic area. And this includes the United States. So hopefully one day this movie will get a release and a release that it deserves. So in summary, so what would Kate do? I guess, again, it it, I'm, it almost boils down to the main points of what we always learn from Kate whenever she does any type of work, acting work. It is her preparation. It is her guidance and leadership on set. It is her guidance and leadership as a producer or an executive producer, if that is what her role is. She takes her role seriously, even if it's not necessarily as an actress. And also how she supports everyone on the film, whether it be men or women, or, or anyone else who is working on the film to make sure that everyone feels included and feels valued and supported. So again, I would like to end this episode about Lee in that I know that I'm so lucky to be able to see this film and to be able to see it four times and to be able to experience the Lee Miller's life as portrayed very eloquently and accurately by Kate and also to come away and be reminded of the acting abilities and acting work that Kate does and I think my biggest takeaway is I like again I really like the time that Kate does and how she shows taking in what the other people are saying to her so i.e. her amazing job she does at listening to what is going around her, going on around her, and what is being said to her, actually listening, especially for less experienced actors. You're so focused on what your next line is that you're not even listening to the person talking to you. So that's definitely something that I would love to get way better at. And being so, I guess, being so in the moment that you are able to take in 
everything and everyone around you, including what's being said and what you see, and actually showing that you're taking it in in real time and that you know you haven't that you're listening in real time and that you're not so thinking about what you what your character should be saying or what your character should be looking at responding at because you're actually responding so really in real time. So because that's what we do in life is that we respond to people in real time. We don't we don't pre. We don't pre-prepare our responses to our environment or to what people are saying to us because we are just completely so real and in that moment. And I think that's it. So as always, let me know any feedback in terms of, you know, obviously, if you've seen Lee already, let me know any takeaways that you've taken in terms of what would Kate do from an acting perspective, from a leadership perspective, from a producer perspective, from a supporting perspective, to make sure that this podcast emphasizes just the amazing things (laughs) as to what would Kate do. And I think that is it. And I'd like to thank you to everyone for your patience and, and everyone for understanding that I had to take a break after season one because that's when the after strike began. And I fully support the SAG after strike also as an actress myself. and But I am very glad that it seems that the strike is over. I believe that they still have to sign and ratify some other contracts, but that acting is continuing and that actors are being more valued and being more protected. And I'm just so happy to be able to express my love for movies and for Kate Winslet, and specifically Kate Winslet as an actress. I can watch Lee many more times and just from different perspectives. And and I should also mention that I watched Lee from four completely different spots in the theater in each of the four times that I saw the movie. So that also helped me kind of see and notice different things each time. So yes, on every viewing, I noticed different things each time, not necessarily about the movie, but also about Kate and maybe also about some of the, the other characters in the movie that really complement Kate and essentially just made this whole movie for me. And I really, really hope that all of you can see Lee because everyone should see it and everyone should see what a team of women can do. So thank you so much. Well, what I did find is that she and I are phenomenally similar. You know, that sense of no matter what's happened, no matter, you know, how hard I think I might have it, I absolutely do not and I have no right to ever complain. And that ability, that remarkable feminine resilience to just keep going. I wish I'd known her. I wish I'd known how we would have been great mates.